Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Doesn't know the word superkick, Matt Strange. And this is... Waiting for his coffee to bu- brew Muir. It's coffee to Bew. Bew from Butley. Oh, Butley coffee. Just don't get coffee from Butley. It'll be full of eggs. <laughs> is that a thing in Butley? No. Uh, many years ago, when I used to work in Butley all the time and stuff, I lost my shit in the early days of um, MySpace and wrote a huge rant about the Butelish as a subspecies that lay their eggs in the river and stuff. <laughs> and it sort of well, it became hyper-popular around uh, the Butely style port, like shit-talker circle, basically. Didn't so, know yeah. you were racist. <laughs> you can't be racist to the Butelish. <laughs> Not from this world. <laughs> Xenophobic, then. <laughs> Speciesist. <laughs> In a Lovecraftian way that I'm scared of the thing from the outside of this dimension, not in the actual Lovecraft way of being scared of everything and being yeah. racist. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> so welcome to our podcast all about Butley and other areas Butley, of the Black man. Country. Seven Valley, thank you. Black Country is a bit further over. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, uh, we're yam yams, not brummies. Fucking farmer. Hey, watch it. You're from Shrewsbury. (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember remember wrestling? Take the rain. Take the rain. So this might be the first time you've listened to our podcast. And as such, you would need to know that we have a tier list, which is how we give our reviews for the matches of Dynamite and the overall for BTE, Dark and Dynamite. And Mr. Strange will now describe our tier list. I don't know if he's going to put some spin on it or whether it's just going to be a tier list. I like how we're transitioning from me not talking about wrestling in one way to me now talking about lizards, as requested by the raptor. <laughs> Tearless scale. You'll know it. It's on YouTube videos, computer games. We work up in letters to let you know how good or bad each one is. Our lowest... I know we're describing these via the medium of lizards. <laughs> uh, our lowest ranked match is a D. A D is a poor match. It doesn't have a... Either the wrestling's bad, the story's not there. You just don't care. Like me with the Chinese crocodile lizard. Pick a side crocodile lizard. Also, you're a water lizard, so you've got really easy... You die really easily. <laughs> Moving on from there, a bit more description for the C-rank match. C-rank match is what we come to expect from an average match. It should be good. There should be story. Good wrestling a little bit in one way or the other, but you want to care. Like, when it comes to lizards, most skinks. Small. Adorable, easy, lovely, lovely skinks, lovely, lovely wrestling, C rank. Then we move up to a B rank match. B rank match should take that, that next step to really catch your eye. Wrestling plus one, as we often describe it with uh, your Cody, your Scorpio Sky matches. Just re- good wrestling. Story has to be there. You have to have a reason to care for the match. And I'm giving the B rank lizard to the one I personally own, Green Iguana. The D. <laughs> You've got it's fucking indestructible, man, and it's got character. It might be an asshole, but you care about the iguana and you know it more than they you know most decades. <laughs> One time it eats your subway sandwich and you uh you hold on forever. 
An A-rank match is probably your match of the uh, month. Hopefully your match of the week. It's a fucking solid match. You've got really good wrestling, really good story. You care in, you care out. It's got that little bit of flair that makes it fucking stand out. Like the frilled neck lizard. A fucking useless lizard that runs on its back legs is harmless. But look at that neck piece. You've got enough flair to bring it up to the mainstream. I love them. S-rank matches. Normally a match of a pay-per-view, hopefully the match of a... Uh, but occasionally you get them as a match of the week. Uh, the S-Rank match has everything. It will lead in with a story, possibly concluding one. It will lead out with a story. The match will be tight, crisp, and just fucking good. And that's what we've got with probably the best lizard on the planet, the Komodo dragon. Runs at like 30 miles an hour. <laughs> has the teeth of a meth head that can kill pretty much animal, any animal via poison. Eats anything it wants. It really is the king of lizards, the Komodo dragon. You don't get any better than that. And that's what you want from your S-rank match. You want it to be able to kill somebody with a sin. No, it should just be really good and the best thing you've seen for a while. I, I, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, I was interested as to where iguanas were going to come on the list. We, we They're too stupid to be as, above as, a as, Yeah, as you owning one, we were wondering whether they were going to get a really low rank. Uh, the scars on my hands didn't help the uh, <laughs> yes that's... the flesh I've lost to angry four foot lizard and mine is incredibly well like lovely attitude and very peaceful for an iguana um, hence why I've still got fingers on my nose which is nice but I can't I realistically can't give them higher than that they're too stupid <laughs> just too so, stupid um, moving on to the news and i don't believe we've really got anything big this week have we no quite weak thank god uh realistically other than more bullet club shenanigans but not bullet club but because tamatonga said so but also sort of bullet club <laughs> Uh, change to the Impact uh, wrestling match, I believe. Oh, yeah. Alex, Alex Shelley um, out injured or is it COVID related? Injured. Injured, so can't make it. But we're getting Moose instead. So that's, you know. It'll still be good, but it's yeah. not Alex Shelley who I kind of You'd, wanted to watch it for. Yeah, you're not going to get to see the Motor City Machine Guns, which is the sad thing. We'll and, get them in time. Yeah, well, hopefully we can get them on AEWs. Yeah, no, it's just, definitely going to happen. Exhibition match. I don't care. <laughs> Exhibi exhibition match. Young Bucks versus M Motor City Machine Guns. Come on. We never I'm saw that in Impact. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't the days of long DNA are gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, as we're very short on the news, we move on now. So, Mr. Strange, do you have any social media you've spotted this week that's worth checking I'd out? Because I said I've actually prepped fucking everything this week. Um, on social media, you should look up. I've discovered the Kip and Sammy show when they're on the third episode now. But I'm, I'm going to watch the others. It's uh, it's at the uh, the Kip Sabian channel on YouTube, and it's Kip and Sammy doing weird, over-edited, meta interviews with different wrestlers. And it's uh, Nick Comarato this week, who I really like. It was very fun. It's just genuinely funny, and it had me shouting Big Dick Nick around the house until Nick came over, and then I had to stop because I don't want him to think I'd ever compliment him. Um, but yeah, really good laugh. On a personal note, I'm quite enjoying Tamatonga's shit-talking on Twitter whenever... He is great. He's fucking good guy. wonderful. He, 
he hates what Bullet Club are doing. It's either that or it's the biggest work ever. But knowing Tama, it, it isn't. No, it's but, probably just him angry. Every time you've enjoyed a uh, Gallows, Anderson, Kenny scene or a Bullet Club or a Too Sweet thing, just go to Tamatonga's Twitter and look at his eye-rolling angry response. It's it's wonderful. So, yeah, two things on social media this week. Look at me go. Oh, that makes up for the news. Um, yeah. So, um, moving on, it's that time of the week when we do our reviews and we start off the same as every week with BTE or Being the Elite. Mr. Muir, over to you. Well, this starts off with the Budget Club. Uh, they're having good fun. <laughs> I fucking love Gallows. Gallows is my favourite. King Carney. I would watch any show that he does. I just fucking just love Gallows. He knows what wrestling's about. Yes, mate. <laughs> Everyone else has been stiff and awkward. He's just been a dick. He's fantastic. And the, the betrayal is real, Tonga! was fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking love it. <laughs> They've got to get him back. <laughs> that they makes me think more. Think it's more of a work, actually, a bit of a work shoot. You just can't tell with Tamar because Tamar is like gender. <laughs> Tamar is never in character. Gallows is always always in character. character. <laughs> Tamar yeah. doesn't have a character. He's just Tamar Tongri shit talks people on Twitter. So either this is fu- a fucking genius work, or uh, well, we'll see. I suppose we'll see. Yeah. Uh, then we got match footage. Then we went back to Marco and Lever. Marco talking about Le- about Kit being upset. God, I hate this bit. Why won't it die? And then carry on. Uh, <laughs> I'm just sick of it, mate. And it's really funny. We've seen it in his other show. So, you know, I'm just bored of it. Uh, then we got more, more of the Bullet Club fucking around. That was good fun. Uh, Silver can't get rid... <laughs> I can't remember what's happening here, but I've got Silver can't get rid of the smell. Was that when he's pooped himself or something? I can't remember. I didn't have a review for this. This is your job. <laughs> I've forgotten. <laughs> it's been a week. I know. That's what I was saying. Uh, and then we got a wrestling to... podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nick then enjoyed we... that bit, whatever it was. <laughs> Uh, then we got over to Five's party, which was on the 27th Aww. of December. <laughs> that was probably in his New Year's party. Uh, I'm really enjoying these moments still. I thought I'd be getting sick of the Dark Order by now. I'm really enjoying that Ten and Anna are getting more involved with it. And then we got what they wished for. Uh, Silver wants to get his Best Kiss Award back, which apparently he's lost at some point. Don't know the backstory to this. Gonna get it from ten as well. Yeah. <laughs> Colt wants to be a dad again. MJF. Uh, yeah, exactly. How dare he forsake his son that he already has? Uh Anna wants to be nicer to Stu, and Stu wants to be less clumsy. Because <laughs> he keeps getting himself hurt. <laughs> Which um it's a bit awkward that. <laughs> uh, Uno wants to wrestle Jim Duggan, which just made me laugh. That was out of fucking nowhere. Oh, I fucking love Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yes, mate. Uh, Ten really needs to quit his gambling because it's getting out of hand as he's snorting cocaine off the table. <laughs> Five just wants to be cool. 
mate, no one's cool. Give it up. And then, Hag- and then Hangman comes in and tells them it's the 27th of what are they doing? Been I, on the I, I love the... the yeah. yeah, I love the callback. How long have you been there? About a week. Uh, uh, he's so in. I love it. He's brilliant. Um, then we had the massive private party and Hardy bit where they were discussing their contract for ages. Which, yeah, I get it, but it can't... Then this carries on to Dynamite as well, so we see like twenty hours of this over three shows. Over over three hours. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are trying. They're trying to get this new Matt Hardy character over. So I mean, I get yeah. Private party bits just don't work. That the the weird movie thing with the teddy bear we started getting tired of when yeah. it actually had a payoff at the end, and it was just this silly match with the teddy bear thing. I was like, okay. But this one is, for me, is getting a little bit overplayed now. Leave it on dynamite. It's where it needs to be, this one. Yeah, I'm with you. Then we got one of my favourite bits where Statlander just came out of nowhere and abducted Griff Garrison. Yes, she's back. She's almost back, boys. And and Uh, proper alien, um, the subject. Yeah, the subject, Uh, stuff like that. Brilliant. I love that Kaz is angry because the fucking Bucks live in squalor. That made me laugh. And then they're discussing how shitty their room is. Matt comes in and says he has a better room as long as they sign a contract. You know, standard evil contract man. Yeah, this I this I minded less. Um, this this it's the private party bit that we're seeing on. Um, Dynamite as well, yeah. yeah. Um, this I minded less. Um, this is Matt's bit at the minute, and I'm I'm okay with this. Okay. Uh, and Stat- the multiverse. <laughs> yes, please. Um, Statlander then loses her target. I would have liked if she'd called him Jungle Boy once she'd lost it or something like that. That would have made it just a little bit more funny for me. But yeah, it was great anyway. Uh, Cutler wanted a third contract from Matt Hardy for the like seventh time we've seen him tonight. Um, <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed that Sting hates sledgehammers. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, that really yeah, made me <laughs> He hates sledgehammers. <laughs> Don't bring a sledgehammer. He hates them. Uh, <laughs> poor Jake the Snake has drunk the Kool Aid on the speaking Spanglish bit. <laughs> I kind of liked that twist. It was a bit hard to hear, Jake, because obviously they use their phones and yes, he's mate. not a loud man. But um... no, but it was great. I, I, I loved that bit. The old man spot. It, nice. it was nice <laughs> to see, and I think the Raptor pointed this out, it was nice to see Jake playing silly buggers with the boys. Just having a laugh. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just being a part of the silly little... Um, video project that the Young Bucks not and Brandon separate. Cutler do. No, yeah. it's part of the story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we got the bit of Dragon versus Dinosaur. The bit that made me laugh on this was when Luchasaurus just goes, I don't have the cardio for singles matches. It just made me fucking <laughs> so laugh. Good. Meta jokes. Love they it. always make me pop, you know. Uh, then we had the Vicious Vixens again stealing money. <laughs> Well, as, as nuns, which made me laugh. I, I love the way that Vicky was all really good with it and sort of like, please give to the children. And then Nyla just goes over and lumps the guy. Man up. Yeah. 
then we got the. F- then we got to see who was going to be in the Flip Cup final with uh, Silver, and it's going to be Alex Reynolds versus Silver. Which, oh, tag team battle. Yeah, tag team battle should be interesting. And then, shockingly, when they get the key off Matt after signing all the contracts, it doesn't work. Oh, dun, it was dun, a ruse. It was a setup all along. <laughs> exactly. Oh. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. As much as I was smarking out on the map bits, I really enjoyed this, especially the Dark Order bit I didn't remember. That was my favourite bit. The Bullet Club bits were hilarious. I really enjoyed the Dark Order bit, jokes aside. And I liked Statlander being back in it, and there were some good pops with, like, uh, Sting and what Luchasaurus can remember his name. I thought it was really Starting good. So I give a it a bit it's starting to feel a bit more indie again. Like, it kind of lost that. Like, back before AEW, it was just, yeah, whoever they had about and their mates and stuff. And then yes, we kind mate. of got into a routine. And now we've got random people popping up and getting everybody involved. So it's just starting to have a little bit more of that chaotic soul it had originally. Instead of it being a bit formulaic of, oh, it is the Dark Order bit, now it is the best friends bit. Yeah. Feels a bit more chaotic, which is more fun. Yeah, it was a good one. I'd, I'd probably agree yeah. with you. What are we going for good, then? B? Good iguana of a I gave her a B. Yeah. Um, it's not a D. So, no, B. B, bro. Oh, yeah, he's talking about iguanas. <laughs> <laughs> he's shit talking my lizard. Um, very quickly, uh, before yes. we move on to Dark, and because we just talked about BTE, I know we said we didn't have any news, but I did hear a rumour on the internet that Marty Skrull may be done with Ring of Honor. He is done with Ring of Honor because, um, you know, all the allegations and what he did. He, he uh, might right. show up. Yeah. I, I can ex- would you like the Marty's Girl thing explained? Yeah, very quickly, because that is the one thing I meant to put that down for the news. But because I noticed it last week, I think it got lost. Okay, so Marty's girl has not been accused of any level of sexual assault or anything like that. That's not the problem with Marty. The problem with Marty is his nickname is Pedo Marty because he likes younger women. And one of the things he said in response to some people trying to call him out for things uh, was 16's legal in the UK, which although technically true, is not the best way to phrase your defence, shall we say. Um, So... Yeah, he has technically not broken the law, has no sexual assault allegations or anything against him, but he does lean towards a younger woman when in the UK. And that's um, that gives a variety of uh, public opinions, especially in America, shall we say, when you're in your 30s. Yeah, right. So moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um... <laughs> Time for an hour, an hour and a half of dark, Mr. Strange. Hey, I enjoyed all did of it, it as well. Did it sail past? Was it like yeah, a it, I watched it this morning. I was like, oh, yeah. Because I was yep. going to watch it yesterday, but we had to cancel it. I was like, oh, I'll watch it this morning. And, and honestly, I just sort of had a good time. It was quite nice not to have that dread lurking over me. But here we go. Relative speed run of AEW Dark. Open up with, I think it's Mike Werner versus Ricky Starks. It's what you expect. Solid Starks match. He starts off arrogant. He gets clipped. He gets angry. He wins. Hooray! Ricky Starks match. Enough. 
then we moved on to Jurassic Express versus Fuego and Rising, and everyone put Fuego over. Jesus Christ. Then Jungle Boy put Rising over, just everyone over. Uh, just solid match. Entertaining enough. I'm, I'm really hoping to see more of Rising in the future. Fuego's really good, but I like Rising's gimmick and look. Um, really good women's matchup next. We had uh, Tay Conti versus Daniels. Um, did you guys watch this? Did you guys actually watch Dark or is it just on me? <laughs> no, no, yeah. Um, I really like um, Strong Star Woman. Um, her shoulder throws are great. There was a better look on Tay, I think. I think that like shirt trousers combo works a little bit better than being overly dressed up for attractiveness. Um, not that she is, le- you know what I mean. Yes. Um, it was short, but it was just a great display of where Conti is and what she can do. Her finisher is shit, though. And I hate she it. does need a finisher desperately, but she's yeah. getting that. She, she, she needs a submission finisher, like a, but she's, a really interesting one. She's finally passed forge rolls, so she can start other moves now. <laughs> Trip through this away. Uh, <laughs> then we had a middle of show 10-man tag, which were... Which, I wasn't expecting. It was a selection of Jobbers and Danny Limelight versus uh, The Dark Order. Strong start, had a lot of fun shows and moves, obviously a bit of a clusterfuck. We got to see a selection of highlights from everybody. Funny Colt is back, which brings me uh, brings me joy. The Captain Sean Dean got a good showing again. So yeah, it was entertaining. I just wasn't prepared for a 10-man clusterfuck in the middle of the show. But it was good. Uh, then Will Hobbs had a squash match against Louis Valley. Um, then Lever had a bad match against Red Velvet. Um, yeah. Then yeah, that was not a good match. Then the Beaver Boys took on Navarro and Australiano. Uh, I had to write that one down. Yeah, Delico's uh, brother. <laughs> um, this was actually pretty good and fun. Obviously, the Beaver Boys put over the new lads. Um, Navarro West can go. Australiano is very flippy and weird. Uh, yeah, it was really solid and fun. It was Johnson and Solo versus the Varsity Blondes. Uh, now, I do like to compliment people's music as um, on a lot of my favorites. I'm a big fan of Ricky Stark's music. I hate the Varsity Blondes music. It, it haunts my soul as an ultimate combo of Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses, both of which I hate. So, um, yeah, it was all right. Solid, good match. Ruth woke up in this middle of this one, so it didn't get my 100% attention, sadly. Um, Alex Gracia versus Anna Jay. Uh, very, very, very short. Still smooth, not as good as the uh, Conti match, but it was pretty much just Anna Jay annihilated Gracia. Serena Deeb versus Hesha Price. Hey, uh, hey, Fisher Price. Um, not not as good as I'd have hoped. But I don't think uh, Tesha knew how to take a lot of Deeb's more complex, unique maneuvers. You no, know, that's one of the ones that fell down a bit for me. Then we had uh, Comorato and Black versus Bear Country. I, I still love Bear Country. Um, yeah, right. Uh, this did make me wonder who was going to win. Uh, yes. I did have that brief pause, but no, with country winning um it's obviously going to get more of a push possibly for another tag team over being overjoyed nick there was so much beef in this match and i really enjoyed it um boulder's got some fucking great strikes i love camarato and i reckon he'll get signed because i've discovered he's trained by qt marshals 
Uh, I legit think that two-man sentence could, could kill someone. Like, yes, mate. That definitely yes. could kill someone. <laughs> did the two-man senton, and Ruth's watching with me, and they went to do the other move where he puts him on his shoulder. Yeah, and mate. Ruth was like, oh, they're taking a lot of setup time to set up this move. And I was like, that dude just took a two-man senton. He's dead. He's just um, hit 600 pounds in the face. He's dead, Yeah, dude. just Hadouken. They can take all the time they want. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it's quite nice to see a beefy tag team. Like, do we have any other beefy tag teams in aid? Like, we've got FTR and they're beefy, but they're still like quite fast-paced moves. People, you know what they're, I mean? We they're didn't... fists, not that's they're a strikey tag team. So yeah, I don't think no, I can't think of a, a real sort of monster tag team. Yeah, have heavy quite... machinery yet? No. Yeah, and these boys could be that. And um, yes, I was mate. taking in their weird skin masks at the start when they come in. So I think they're meant to be like Appalachian hill folk, sort of hills have eyes comboed with giant beefy men. So I'm I'm excited for this, and like I yeah, you know, I, I like the team and I like the match. Watch this match. That, if I had one recommendation, it'd probably be that. We had Chaos Project against Top Flight. Um, not not the best of matches, to be honest. I I enjoy Luther and Serpentico, but I think. Um, Luther is learning some different moves. He did like a sideways code breaker thing on a neck and stuff. Uh, but I'm not sure Top Fly was the right opponents for them. I think I said this when they uh, fought last week, didn't I? That the bruiser weighty yeah. flippy people aren't the best. And that's... No. The Pentaco could do it, don't get me wrong. But with their weird combo things, um, no, they no. need a specific... They could fight fucking MJF and Wardlow and probably pull off a good fun match. Top flight and the ones them, and there were a lot more inventive tag team moves like when they continuously tried to throw each other and stuff. Some cool moments, but a bit meh. Overall, good dark. Like I'd give this a C for a dark show. I had a good time. There were some some stronger matches, a good Conti match. Yeah, I, I was pleased. It could just be that it was an hour shorter than anything else. No, I think, no positivity, right. damn it. <laughs> I, no, I think you're right. I think I think it was definitely um, a C, maybe even. I don't want to say it was a proper C plus, but it was good certainly C. Yeah, it was, it was a, a strong good C. C. Yes, um, really enjoyed the time. Oh, that's nice that. to say. Yeah, it is, isn't it? After months of please God, no more wrestling. So now we move on to Dynamite. Um, Dynamite opens this week. Shivani, Excalibur, JR on commentary. Uh, there's a Kingston Pack video promo. I didn't rank it or give it any thought. It was a good promo video. Yeah, Pack being great. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to Kingston with Butcher and Blade and Bunny versus Pack with the Lucha Bros. Pack wins with the Black Arrow. What did you guys think of the match? We'll talk about what happened afterwards. After um, what score did you give it? I think we're. I, I at least assume you guys were prepared for me to be very excited about this match. It's um, it's exactly my sort of thing. We had a nice fast start, <laughs> it, even ignoring the opening Tope Con hero that was a little bit wobbly. The fact that Pack just went, Aah! and it was very one-sided and brutal for the start. But then Eddie pulled back with superior shenanigans and a solid comeback. Punchy boy. Yeah, solid chopper and kicker throughout, which I yes, love. Man. Good pacing, great character work from both of them. I could see who they both were in the ring. I fucking love this. I gave it a high B slash an A. You boys can fight me. No, I think it was a solid B. Like I still, the only criticism I have for this match is I feel it's a bit too early for those two to be fighting. But other than that, I really enjoyed this. 
I was really worried because, you know, Pac is so flippy and Eddie's so strong style that it wouldn't work. But, you know, Pac changed his style a little, Eddie changed his style a little, and it was brilliant. It was solid B from me. Um, so, yeah, I gave it I gave it solid B. Um, it was uh, just pretty much what you said. Um, I liked the brawler versus the flippy guy. Um, so Pac just did his badass thing yeah like i I am a little fucking monster badass um and and also i I don't think it was too early i appreciate what you're saying and i think i would have agreed with you 100 percent had what happened afterwards well the what happened next so uh the family and death triangle face off and then lance archer comes out eddie and the family run off and archer has words with pack and so i think we're moving in to different the directions. Tensor match between those two. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I Lance think destroy. That's all I've got written on my notes. It just says Lance destroy. <laughs> but I think yeah. that I think we are heading towards Lance and Pack being the protagonists against Kenny for the first ones. And I think oh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you want to keep so Mox Mox can tie Kenny up for a little bit, but then you need somebody to be the next one. And you've got to think the only person that's actually got a victory over Kenny is pack yeah and babyface wise or protagonist because i know you don't like me calling um pack or um, archer (laughs) faces is the fact we don't really have any faces that can give kenny a run as you could use scorpio sky like he did with jericho um but top rated guys cody's not allowed to wrestle for the championship until he turns heel so you can't have him going against kenny um, other than just having a match for the reasons of having a match. So, yeah, I think... And you've got to keep Hangman away from that belt for a while. Yeah, no, I'm with you. He's got to, he's got to build up his friend circle yeah, and go to the back. I think, yeah. I think you've called it there, Muir. I think it's I think it's Archer and Pack to be the protagonists um, against Kenny. Right, so, oh, go on. Either of them could be turning face, like, fully by then, but I still think they're too much of dicks to be called fully faces yet. I think they'll be faces, but Austin was a face even when he was a dick. They will be tweener yeah. faces. Yeah. Um, face roll tweener persona. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. They they will rest. They will come out of the right hand side as we look at it. The left hand side as they step out from behind. I think that's the right way round. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, Chuck Taylor with Orange Cassidy versus Miro with Kip and Penelope. Miro wins with the game over. I unranked this match. Um, what did you guys think? I like that uh, Chucky so... was called the Chuck Kentucky Gentleman. That made yeah, me happy. I, I marked for that. <laughs> um, solid pace start. Not great, but solid. Miro's comeback looked really good, and they just ended. Uh, His I gave Samoan it a drop was nice that he did, and then, you know, it just ended. <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. We got yeah. the hints of what could have been a really good match. And I know you want to read Miro as a beast. Yeah. You know, I understand that. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm such a Chucky T fanboy. Uh, it was <laughs> a D from me, bros. If, see, but yeah, I, it, I unranked it because I just think it was just a storyline. It was just a case of getting um, Chuck to be the uh, the butler. Miro. I'm just saying that Chuck's a bit too high statted for this. He tag teamed with the Carter boys. Come on, <laughs> he did tag team with the Carter. Yeah, um, <laughs> he took out Fire Ant, who is Sami Zayn using an invisible hand grenade. Oh no, sorry. 
Orange Cassidy was fire around. Sami Zayn was El Generico. They've both suffered at the invisible hand grenade. <laughs> see, I didn't. See, one of the reasons I unranked it was because I couldn't give it a D, and I couldn't give it a D squash because the opening flurry from Chuck was really good and it was so setting up but I think you're right I think it's a D just because it then went flat and they didn't I was really hoping this would be the match that would turn you two round on Miro and then they went out and went no just go and finish him with two moves his comeback was what? really good I've got to give it that like his fucking blitz back when he got the edge back looked great and then um, it just ended <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. We should have done with another five minutes of him I'm just waiting for this Nero match as well, because he looks like a fucking bull. The dude is built, you know. Yeah. And he's, he's got a really, really good, good. On it. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's got a great... But we've not had any... He needs an exhibition match to actually show off. I thought it was going to be the Trent match, but that just didn't massively... You know. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe we'll get Chuck at... They've got some chemistry in the ring, so maybe we'll get a comeback once uh, Chuck yeah. ruins the wedding. Yes. Go on, Chuck. Um, so then Private Party and Matt Hardy backstage promo, more 30%. Uh, more digs at Dub Z about the, uh, not being able to do Twitch. He's got their third parties now, boys. He's got 50% of them. Look out. He's a heel. At least we know, it, least we know it's corporate Matt now. Um, yeah. Though Matt Hardy has over, as I said, um, very near the start of our podcast, if you go from Dub Dub to AW, you get like one promo shit talking the E, and then, and I go, Yeah, fair play. We all bitch about our old boss. Um, don't ever do it, basically. You know, and you just sound like a seething Brett Hart otherwise, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> the angriest man in wrestling. Uh, moving yes. over from that, we then went to the Inner Circle New Year's resolutions. What did you guys think of this, and did you give it a rank? I didn't, but I should have. Championships! Champion! Are you booing food? <laughs> um, I like the descent. I like the tag team slurt. I like MJF's face after the kickoff. Like, he had this proper look of he knew what he was doing. Started a bit slow, but it's fun, and I liked where it went. And Hager just shouting championships like a Pokemon. It made me pissed. <laughs> I, I didn't rank it, but I think I should give it a B. Like we had some good storytelling. It was entertaining in the room, you know, in the ring. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I liked his. I liked his dig at Jericho about fat people gotta go. <laughs> I missed that bit. That was good. Boring. It was solid, and I'm going to enjoy the silly match that they have afterwards. Should be good fun. Yeah. Uh, after that, it was a Dark Order promo slash interview with Hangman. What did you guys think of this? And again, did you give it a rank? I only have two notes. It just says, oh, Hangman, and they're great. That's, that's pretty much all I've got. I, I, I love Hangman having friends. Um, didn't rank it? So, it's lovely. So if Hangman <laughs> wins, after the, is it they have to win? Or is it just that after the match, he'll tell them? He just has to tell them. Yeah, okay, he so will make after, his decision after the match. So after the anniversary birthday party minus one match where the Dark Order facing some people, he's going to make his choice up. I wonder which way he's going, boys. <laughs> I had not thought about that. <laughs> That's um, a really good point. Yeah. Hangman <laughs> and Colt turning the, uh, the Dark Order face. And I yes, don't mate. want more faces, but... 
This story is built up, and we've seen so many highs and lows. I of think Hangman. Silver, and I think Silver has been turning the Dark Order face, and yeah, I think yeah. they have slowly been turning the Dark Order face for a while. They have become they're so popular, so they're over. too over to stay heel. Yeah, they just yeah, are. Yeah. They're they're at that point now. They just need to, but they need to be. The comedy faces with a serious in ring edge, and I think that's one of the things Hangman nah, will give them. Just have them too cooling out there. That's all I want. Yes. I, I, I don't think they can be cool faces. I think they've they've got to be a little bit daft because that's. No, I think it, 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 it means too cool, like from the nineties, as in. I mean, oh, yeah, yes. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking too sweet, not too cool. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on from that, Darby Allen Cage video segment. It was good. Anything? Um, that, it, it was really well done. The only thing that really bugged me about it is it was making Darby feel like the underdog, even though he's it, only won and scared them off. The Devastator must be feared for because he has to fight this man. He is thrashed every time he sees He's already beaten. <laughs> <laughs> he's beaten his tag team partner too. And the other one. He's beaten all of them. But be worried. He's been fighting bullies his whole life. That would That's my crit. As a package, beautifully cut, looked great. If I hadn't watched every episode of Dynamite, I would have thought this was amazing. Um, so, um, Elite backstage interview. Any thoughts? I've got no notes. Yeah, it was it was very very quick. Oh, so it's then... the build up to the thing. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're on about now. So, yeah, um, right. So I, I have this this worded in a particular way, um, kind of on purpose. Uh, so the elite Kenny and the Bucks with Don Callis versus the Varsity Blondes and Danny Limelight is suddenly switched to Kenny and the Good Brothers versus the Varsity Blondes with Danny Limelight. So. Um, what did you guys think of the bait and switch? What did you think of the match as a whole? And what score slash rank did you give it? Unfortunately. I don't want to sound stupid because when this happened, Nick was like, well, it was really obvious that was going to happen. And I, and I was watching the thing and I was like, was it? Oh, <laughs> I meant yeah, to we, be one we, of these we were now. caught out by it. <laughs> <laughs> I Nick called it because Kenny came out first. He's the world champion. He wouldn't come out first. The tag team champions would come out first. Then oh, it would be Kenny. Yeah. I was like, as soon as Kenny came out, I was like, oh, so it's the Good Brothers. Nick's yeah. thinking on a whole different level to us. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. Um, anyway, the actual match, I suppose. Uh, my top note is, where do Kenny's eyebrows go every other episode? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, back I home really, with the bushy. I really like the turn on the books. So I thought that was good. Um, it was good. Limelight's over the rope, flippy arm drag, fucking shit blows my mind. Uh, Limelight is like Phoenix. Every time I watch him, it's a uh, it's a phenomenal display of things I didn't know wrestlers could do while springing off ropes. And then a match actually broke out, which I'm not going to lie, I didn't expect. I was no, just expecting a stomp and then to go. Uh. But no, they gave him a really good match. It was solid. It wasn't too one sided. A good pace. Got the kids over. Uh, I think Magic Killer looks like a fucking cool finisher. Uh, I really liked it. I gave it a B. We had story. We had trickery. We had a good match. Especially for a, a um, six-man tag with essentially a jobber team. And, you know, they're not jobbers, but, you know, in when they're they don't get an entrance and it's a random thrown in with a tag team. 
yeah, uh, my my uh, expectations were blown, and I really enjoyed the match. Did I you guys did have I, did an I advert in this? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, that was one of the problems tonight. So we the, um, on Fight TV. Normally, we get the picture in picture, and we actually get to watch the whole thing. We didn't. <laughs> Every picture in picture I had was a was the AEW. Logo, yeah, yeah, that drained this match a little bit. It was still great, but that just hurt it for me. But you know, what can you do? I Uh, thought it was solid, though. What score did you give it, Mr. Muir? I I gave it a B because I really enjoyed how much the Good Brothers and Kenny put over, you know, a jobber team, like Strain says. Okay, they're not like bottom tier, but they're not top tier, and I really enjoyed it. And the swerve was great, you know. Until Kenny came out, I was like, oh, this is you know going to be the elite. And then it wasn't. It's was good. Um, I liked the um, I liked the swerve. I liked the fact that the Bucks really didn't know what was going on and seemed to be quite surprised by it. Um, I don't know if I mentioned when I did the pre-run Good Brothers win with the Magic Killer. Um, I gave it a C slash B and I think I downgraded it because of the picture in picture broke it up for me. So that was I, probably it. Probably was a B. I think you guys. I'm real been... good at skipping adverts. Like I can yeah. get to the. Set, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that the problem for me was I've got so used to having the picture in picture to watch what everything that's going on that I this was the first time it kind of caught me out in this, and I didn't downgrade anything else for the same problem. Oh, it's a B there. So I think uh... it is a B. I think to be fair, I think my C slash B should be upgraded. I'm going to take a moment as a, as a man who enjoys exercise and beefy men to to just comment on how massive Gallows is compared he's to most huge. people in AEW. Gallows he's is giant. Fucking huge. Right, take back over. It's Dusty um, Dub time. So then uh, Mox's music oh, hits. Mox comes out, attacks Kenny, gets beaten down three on one. Lucha Brothers for the save. Bucks come out and try to peacekeep. Bucks get super kicked by the Lucha Bros. What did you guys think of the after shenanigans? I've never seen such high tier dubsy dub before, and I I actually kind of enjoyed the way it like rolled through different people betraying and backstabbing and beating each other. Um, a multi way feud sounds interesting to me, uh, and it gives the Lucha Brothers something to do whilst uh, Pack has some kind of interaction with Lance. Uh, I I didn't rank it, but it was a it was a plus one whole dubsy dub for me, and I mean an entire dubsy dub. We have never seen levels of dubsy dubs like this before. <laughs> oh, we have. No, but this was ridiculous, and then it carried on to the next segment as well. That just turned into dubsy dubs as well. No, um, I really liked that this was a quick way to go. This person find this person now. This person find this person now. This person find this person now, and sort of got you some like little threads to build the next story arcs with. So, yeah, yeah it was solid. And I, I liked the. So obviously we were sitting there. Well, the Bucks are going to come out and back up Mox. That's going to make sense. And then the Lucha Brothers came out. We were like, oh, okay, that's different. Um, I think Lucha Brothers and Mox is an interesting team. Um. I think that works really well because you've got real hard hitting um, Pentagon Penta Mox <laughs> um, and obviously Fenix's ability to just 
do something completely new. But he's also a rope spin he through does, the air, land on another rope, <laughs> but also Albertine and land in a cutter. But he could also <laughs> trade chops with you know someone like Kenny. We know this, so yeah, I'm quite. I, I, I was like. Ugh. The Bucks didn't suit Mox as much as the Lucha Brothers do. And then the super kick on the Bucks, like, well, Lucha Brothers for your first tag team component, um, opponents for the belt for a bit of a feud. I know we've seen it before, but some, stories are, some stories are worth going back to because you've got a proper feud. Rock Austin fought each other so many times. And I believe it was like their later ones were always viewed as being their really great ones when you've got all that storyline behind it. So, yeah, I didn't yeah. have a problem with it. Um, you know, but... I'm excited. And there's several different directions it can go, which is nice. Yeah. Been uh, over a year now. So, you know, they can fight again. And Mox to join Death Triangle and make it Slaughter Square. Square. <laughs> no, he's not Death Square, man. But we all know who the fourth member is. Right. The waiting room. The waiting room with Cody Rhodes and Jane Cargill apparently out of nowhere. Um I know you the guys time have been slowed quite down, down for you boys. I, I I know you guys have been quite down on the waiting room. Um I, I like Brit's Healy bit at the beginning. Um it was just a bit messy for me. What did you guys think? Oh, I'm ready to criticise this. One of my comments go, from boys. halfway down is it's like the cursed rare video from The Ring. Just just different <laughs> things happening. Um, when it started, Ruth hasn't seen any of the waiting room on... Oh, uh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Neither has so when, the Raptor. So, yeah. And the last started going over and there ruth just looked at me and went what's happening and i was like i don't then cody came in but it wasn't wasn't aew cody that was, it was BTE, cody. BTE, cody arrived with his little fur yeah little snarky comments and little smug grin on him jade cargo comes in and don't get me wrong she looks fucking dimes but i don't give a shit about her and i don't give a shit about shack no so when she looks in and he goes who's my opponent you should just looked over and gone you can fight Escher Price. Oh, I want to fight someone. You are not a wrestler. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, thank God, Velvet's here. She can wrestle. Um, and then that went a bit crazy. Uh, the size difference was immense. And then, then there was Rosa having her face smashed in, and then Rosa was threatening from her camera phone from 1995 over the uh, Titan. It was just a cursed segment. You missed face turn. Face yeah, she turned face when she said nine months without brandy. <laughs> that was oh, a yeah. face turn. <laughs> no, so much happened. Just, just Mate, it's it was like ridiculous. They, went, they turned around and went, "Yo, Tony says it's women's five minutes. So if you could just get everyone it, in, everyone." Get, everyone. Dive yeah, in, yeah, girls. I was going to move on to that. Is to then we get the Thunder Rosa promo. Sort of. I, I was so confused that it just sort of began that I didn't really even get into it, if I'm honest. I was so disjointed by this entire section. Yep. Uh, maybe I should go back and watch the Thunder Rosa promo independently. Um, maybe, yeah. She, I think... she, shouts, she shouts very well angrily in Spanish, you know. Yeah, I like that. I, I like... Um when they do that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I like Brit's reaction to that. I thought the, 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 the best payoff was the Thunder Rosa Brit bit with Brit going, but Tony, you said I didn't have to fight her. 
Yeah. Uh, and the end of her just trying to cut things was pretty good. But overall, as a segment, I've got to give it a D. Like, if you'd just given us Brit and Rosa, wicked. But for some reason, we had to throw everything else in at the start and have a bit of a ruckus, you know. Yeah. Right. So moving on um, to Jurassic Express, which is Marco and Jungle Boy versus FTR with Tully. FTR win with the big rig. What did you guys think of the match? What score did you give it? Oh, thank God. The good Marco we like is back. The scrappy Marco who fights with momentum and being almost indestructible. Uh, I was going to say, me and the Raptor thought you might have enjoyed this, Marco, much more when we were watching yeah. it. Yeah, when he's actually like having to think and overcoming people's expectations of him, it's great. And he ate some fucking shit in this match. Jesus Christ. I, th- um, I messaged uh, Muir halfway through saying, is Marco okay? <laughs> it's the hair slam and they picked him like five foot in the air. Um, and we get to see the cool combination moves. Uh, Jungle Boy threw Marco into Huracarana. That was cool. Everything Jungle Boy does is great, obviously. I'm pretty sure um, Hair, FTR, Axe, Axe. Uh, so he, he did a spine buster where I was like, I think Marco's dead. Uh, like, actually dead. It had good pace. Uh, it was actually really solid and smooth. Uh, and it was fucking brutal. I, I actually enjoyed this, and I also I gave this another B. I had a really good show. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to critique this. Maybe I was excited the, to see Marco. I like the only problem with this match is that I don't like Marco. So all this heat building was nothing to me. Like if I liked Marco, I would have been like, yeah, this is a fantastic match. But because I don't care about Marco, I didn't like it that much it was a good match though it was a solid c from me though and i did like seeing this version of marco though but there's so much bad blood between me and marco (laughs) it ain't going over yet um you're gonna have to call it strange because i gave it c slash b i really enjoyed the match um it it had storyline going in they told a good story in the match um it was a pretty good match. Um, but yeah, I gave it high C. That, that's how I felt at the end of watching it. Um, mm. You're going to have to make a call here, Mr. Strange. You've got oh. a C, a high, a high C, a C slash B, and it's not a C to B, I couldn't decide. And you've got the B. But you two have both given it C's. The story was enough going in, but I can't say I had like a proper story build. It was more of a manipulation. I'm going to give it a C, but I'm going to put a little plus next to it on the rank because we know yep. my scores are really mathematical. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on to probably one of my favorite matches of the night. Um, Ty Conte uh, with Anna Jay versus Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's Championship. Serena's, Serena wins with the Deep Tox. What did you guys think of this match? What score did you give it? Um, I had one criticism of this match, and it's it's the second line down, which is Conte needs to work on her expressions, and I drew a big smiley face uh, because she is <laughs> beaming through taking slams and stuff. She's real happy to be a wrestler. That is yes, my mate. one my one criticism. I have hardly any notes on this just because I was watching it. This was a high-paced NWA match. It was the wrestling and slams and holds I expect from an NWA 
match, but sped up to an AEW level. Um, just really good. I gave it a C slash a B because we didn't really have any story leading into it. But one of the best women's matches I think I've seen in AEW. So I, I'm arguably going to roll myself up to a B just because of the, the expectations being broken from me. My only bad comment on this match was fuck off advert. <laughs> that was literally yeah. my only bad comment about this match. They did some beautiful map wrestling. You got some solid moves like like Tay can't do much, you know, moves wise, apart from a few of the more brutal like strikes. But yeah, Deep got over all her moves. It was really good match. And I think, you know, they should be happy to put on matches like this. You know, if all the women could do matches like this, they would have a lot more time on the show, I think. And it was fucking great. And then you had the blessed friendship at the end when Tay Conte ended. And it like they didn't cheat. They didn't do anything. They were just like, she was just comforting her at the end to show that they've now face-turned the Dark Order. It's fantastic. I gave it a B slash A, but I said it can't be an A because I had no fucking story going into it. But it was great. I really enjoyed that. Look at Mule with the high-ranking women's match in AEW. This this is a good match. <laughs> this, this was a really, really solid match. Got to see Tay doing stuff. Um, Serena has done exactly what I said she'd do when she arrived. She has become our um, women's Cody Rhodes in that I expect... I don't think we've ranked anything that she's done lower than a B. It's because she's the only veteran they've got, mate. Yeah, um, she's (laughs) absolutely fantastic. I believe she trained Ty early on, I believe they said. No clue, mate, but she does the job. She was was, um, involved in her training. One of the reasons why, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. It was a high B from me. Uh, This was a really good match, and it was was a joy to watch a really good women's match on AEW that just felt like, and, and I say a really good women's match, it felt like a match. It just felt like a good match. It was mate. a good match. Yeah, it just yeah, happened to be, like... which is what I want from my women's division. That's all you want, mate, really. I, I don't want a good Divas match. I want a good women's match. Yep. So, yeah, high B from me. It, it, can't, be, it can't be an A, though, because, you know... It's a really good show. Story. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to point out this is a really good show. We've had a good time. So then we move on to our main event. Uh, Taz joins commentary. Brian Cage... Um, with Ricky Starks and Hook versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. Darby wins with the Crucifix Bomb. What did you guys think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, I'm going to bring up my bottom note because I saw it whilst you were talking about the last match and it made me laugh. Uh, (laughs) Sting showing up at Taz's barbecue. He's in his garden with his friends cooking some burgers and suddenly the lights go out. Oh no, it's snowing. (laughs) Sting's there. (laughs) Uh, right, okay, actually talking about this match. Cage versus Darby. Uh, my opening note is he's not the underdog, JR, because JR was going on about how he's the underdog. Uh, weird match for me. Uh, like, it was fucking brutal and fair play to Darby. I mean, he's going to be sand in a few years. Uh, yes, that mate. one table throw was... What, was where he went like 30 yards into a table? Yeah, I was like, Christ. Jesus. Um, I hoped... Darby was going to be so indestructible, the cage would become so angry he'd DQ himself. Would be the way I would have finished it. 
And, and, and don't get me wrong, the dark, but then it just turned. And the Derby offence was cool, don't get me right. And it looked badass and everything was smooth and crisp, but it felt like a game of Warhammer. First <laughs> Cage went and did all of his moves, and then Derby went and did all of his moves. One. And then he ran and out of HP, so he died. Yeah. And I'm not sure it was enough return damage to Cage. Like, he didn't actually take that much shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, didn't, I, I wasn't that sold on this match. I've given it... It's a... Wrestling was solid, smooth, crisp, and well done. Darby eats bumps like no one should eat. No. Cage is very agile for a big man, but I, I just don't think the pacing and cadence of mat of the match was as good as it could be uh, on a wrestling care state for me it was basically a c it was a good enough entertaining big match and i should arguably round it up to a b with the story going in and out but that's where i am on it it's one of the matches i actually enjoyed least of the night yeah this was a bit of a come down after the last match for me and i didn't think i'd say that but coming into this um the crucifix bomb was lame, but unfortunately, I see Mayu pull off a perfect crucifix bomb like nearly every week. So after seeing that, it's just like, you know, it's like seeing another shooting star press after Hangman sort of thing. Uh, yeah, Darby, please stop taking these bombs. Just please. Just but, calm it down. Yeah, I, w- I want you to still be wrestling in five years, mate. Please, you know. Um, yeah, it was solid, but like I said, I don't want to see Cage, a man looking like that, getting beaten, you know, just normally, unfortunately. I want to see him get destroyed before he goes down. Why isn't Cage a mini-boss, you know? I, I, uh, I, so, what did you give it, a C? I think it's a C, mate, yeah. It was a B for oh. me. This had story going in, it has a huge amount of build, there was story told throughout the match, and whereas I appreciate your comment about Darby not being the underdog, in reality he was going up against the monster cage. He beat Cage with a surprise move, um, something unusual, he didn't use the coffin drop, the bumps that Darby took, and I, and I am one who does like the big ridiculous bumps, and that kind of over the big top. table one this was, was great. Yeah, the other one. Like, this Jesus. was also it's one of my dream matches in a in a way in that it's Cage versus a small flippy guy because Cage is fucking brilliant against small flippy guys. His character, if you followed him through the Indies, he's never ever cared. Although he might play the character, but I shouldn't be losing to cruiserweights. He's never oh, he cared care. about Bless losing Cage, to cruiserweights and puts them over like hell. And he'll bitch about how he shouldn't be losing to them. I watched a brilliant Cage versus Austin Aries versus an, another cruiserweight match. And that was the whole story. And it ended with that Cage doing the, oh, I shouldn't be putting over you X Division guy. Yeah, I really enjoyed this match. I, I gave it a B um, and it was, it was a solid B from me. Um, it's all right. We rounded up on the uh, we rounded down on the other one, so I'm going to round up on this one. We've got a blessed scale where our two uh, our two varying opinions balance, shall we say? <laughs> um, just for me, it was just the I go, you go way of it. Just felt I don't know. I think it could have been faced better, but yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that is they probably should have been they, if they had a. I'm, I'm wondering if the first match ran over a bit. I'm just glad that this feud's over. Well, hopefully, yeah. There's things showing up at Taz's house right now. Yeah, Taz, Taz, (laughs) go and and hassle somebody else. So there you have it. That's our review of Dynamite for the week. Mr. Strange, what is our overall score for Dynamite this week? 
Right, we've got our two neutral counters, which we've covered. Two Ds, which get countered by Bs, leaving us with two still flat Bs. It is a, a solid b rank show plus one whole WCW. That's oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> a really good show. I had a great time. Yeah. I'm talking really about good. Sting actually doing something, boys. Oh, he yeah, I forgot to mention he actually hit. I meant to mention that in my Why the Match Was a B. Sting actually <laughs> Sting did something. hit somebody with a baseball bat. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish he'd smashed a sledgehammer in two. Um, so there you have it. That's our review of the week. Uh, what did you think of this week's um, AEW? Uh, let us know what you think. Um, you can contact us at wrestleopinionated at gmail.com, wrestleop on Facebook, and wrestleop1 on Twitter. You can give us something to rant about. You can give us, or maybe you've got a favourite match that we haven't thought of that you'd like to hear our opinions of. And Ooh. with that being said, we are going to move over to our, what, what I have referred to as it's our favourite matches review. It's actually our favourite of the top five that we pulled out of our heads randomly in a conversation yeah. one day. Um, it was only meant to be one, but then I wrote down five and everybody else was And then that really <laughs> fucked me. <laughs> so this is one of my choices, and apparently. This is one I of love yours. <laughs> so, Mr. Muir, um, it's over to you to give the sort of the preamble and what have you. This is not a match I'd ever watched. Right. Strange. Help me out here. So Zach Sabre Jr.'s champion. Chuck the, has been uh, a wrestling gorilla champion. Yeah. Uh, Chuck is a uh, a basically forever upper mid carder in PWG. He's yep. worked his ass off. He has previously lost the championship uh, a challenge to Zach a couple of months before, and Zach had just defended it from I believe Marty Trent. Skull. Oh, Trent. Yeah, Trent and Marty Skull. He defeated my Skull and then just defeated Trent going into this match. I remember. Uh, Angry vegan noodled Zack Saber Jr.'s gimmick is he is a extreme lefty vegan wanker He's amazing. Who, who sulks, throws fits, and patronizes people. He's wonderful. And this is Chuck's like rise up vengeance tale. Here you go. Thank you. Who's reviewing first then? Uh, well, I've... you're the best one at the sort of play-by-play -play reviews, uh, Mr. Strange. Right. So I think you should do the kind of the that play-by-play, -play, and then I shall put in the, the my notes on my thoughts. Zach yeah. Sabre Jr., you're boring. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> the character work in this match is, is great. They phenomenal. Both, they both look like they fucking hated each other as well. Um, I don't know if you've seen much, uh, Zach... Um, Morgue, but that level of smoothness in just fucking everything he does is he's one of those ones i always expect to be a baby face oh god no <laughs> and That's then so to, yeah to be <laughs> caught out. he's just got he just i expect he's a bit like will osprey i always get thrown off when will osprey plays heel oh okay, because i well, always think he should be a baby face it might be because they're british yeah, yeah, that could be the way. And they're not playing the standard, they're not playing the William Regal heel Brit. So therefore, I just assume they're going to be flippy or submission-y baby faces. And yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. made it very clear right from the beginning. I was like, oh, right, okay. So Chuck's the face. <laughs> this is so not face versus face. No, no, it's not. We start with a nice slow build. It doesn't pause, but isn't fast. And you get to see human shitball Zack Sabre Jr. turn everything into a submission. 
And he's great at them. Uh, he's got some great rolling heel shenanigans as he bounces from one thing into another. And it is that the character work is wanker versus shitlord. Those are Chuck is a cocky, he, he, you can't help but make a snarky comment, and Zach's a wanker. Um, Dax was pulling off a stretcher at one point onto Chuck, who just smoothly dropped it into the Falcon Arrow, which was great. And that gave us Chuck's. But halfway through the match, he comes back with a bunch of actual power slams and moves. Like, we've not had him since the start. It's built up to that pacing. Yeah, then Chuck gets out his chairs because Chuck can't do a match without building chairs. As he said on an AEW show, if you're going into it, make sure you build it yourself. Smart <laughs> um, lad. Um, but what you've got to notice is this match had very, very few what we'd call traditional high spots, especially in the indie way. The high spots were slams or a, a really well pulled off Article 50 arm lock. Yes, man. Um, also, this match had so much cool inspired shit. Like, I've never seen a wrestler undo the bottom rope before, so you can't get rope breaks. It and was, that brilliant. was so cool. It's just How so cool, different. Um, and then Zach losing his shit over a bunch of things. Um, that second uh, middle rope rope break, I've just fucking awesomely done. Uh, Zach's just, anything Zach does, you hit him, you can just float over him. I suppose it's because he weighs like four stone, but his ability to roll round a body and get caught in different positions or be brought through um, to a different move is just phenomenal. It's probably got my best ever ref moment in a wrestling match I've seen. Uh, Rick, uh, yes. when Zach, Zach hits him with the belt, quite plainly, he's like, he goes like, oh, go on then, disqualify me then. No, no, you've got to pin him. Oh, fine. Oh, I can't pin. You hit him with a belt. I fucking love that. That's <laughs> the kind of indie wrestling, giving your ref, character and something to do it's just the best one i've ever seen and, and and i again, liked the follow-up to that as well where he's about to disqualify him and chuck says no don't yeah, and he don't. doesn't and it was it, i was thrown back to to the days um it's rick knox wasn't it the mad ref yeah it was rick knox and i was thrown back to the to the old lucha underground days of just let him fight the ref has exactly. the, the, the the ref has the rights to make his decision in the match. They just made it a perfect little spot, just a couple of little things, and you always get to see Zach in character because Zach's thing is basically he sulks and screams when he doesn't get his way. Yeah. Um, then obviously we had that really cool Article Fifty arm lock, which Chuck pulls into a one armed power bomb. That was beautiful. I love that bit. I've got that in my notes. Delicious, and then obviously the awful waffle onto uh, pins. attacks. I love this match. This is this is this is a good demonstration in that if you're having a wrestling match, uh, especially amongst indie wrestlers, and with one exceptionally noodly man, it doesn't all need to be hurricanes and flips. Like, as much as I, I I do enjoy those things as a lucha fan, and they have their place. Just watching a strong style submission specialist versus an all-American dude. Just do some slams and some some slaps and some punches. And uh, like Zach's European uppercut's great. And there's just a phenomenal pace to this match where it's never slow, but it never really hits that hectic height. I love it. It's wonderful. Uh, this was a lesson in how to build a match. So I started watching it and I was like, okay, 
I'm looking forward to watching it. It's one it's one of our recommended. So um, I, I'm, I am looking forward to, to seeing this. Um, and it just built and built and built. And when when Chuck finally gets the pin, it, it got the moment out of me. The yes. Yeah. You know, the one, two, three. Yes. And yeah, this was a really, really good match. And it was just and one of the things I will say that really helped it for me was the fact it had commentary. It did have Excalibur. Yeah. He's done the deal. <laughs> yeah. And, it, yeah, and his voice was, breaking halfway through it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it having Excalibur. And of course, uh, Trent coming out at the end also. Oh, it was nice having Trent out. So yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. I'm going to slowly turn you into an indie shitter, Morg. We spent New Year with me introducing the Raptor to wrestling matches and that I thought she should watch, including another one that's on this list in the future. Um Ooh. So we might get her in to review that one with us. So that yeah, cool. um, all in all, I, I thoroughly recommend this match. I've certainly, I will try and put the link up on Facebook. If you go Chinese on Facebook, YouTube. yeah, Chinese YouTube, uh, WrestleOP on Facebook. Uh, there will be a link there to this match. We've managed to, I think, link all the matches we've reviewed so far. Yeah. Any final but, thoughts from either of you about Muir. this match? We've just both talked over Muir. You got yeah. anything, mate? <laughs> um, I loved Zach's rope crawl at the start where he was just slowly crawling along it, taking the piss out of, like, you know, people that bounce off the ropes and stuff. He's just a fantastical storyteller. And if you get a chance, watch him in NJPW with Lord... Uh, sorry. God... No, Lord God Emperor Taishi, sorry. <laughs> and fucking... What do they call it? Abs, what tech is that? Dangerous tech. Dangerous tech right there. Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Get your ass over here! He's so wonderfully... It's the Tokyo Dome! Get up here! (laughs) Just fucking brilliant. Right, guys, are you ready for me to hit the random number generator? No. See what we're reviewing next week. Oh, it's... It's... It's an... It's another Muir one. Oh, no. And we are going back to our favourite promotion. Phoenix versus Mill, Grave Consequences. Yes! Oh, oh I'm going to get to see the slickest power slam in the Fucking world. Fucking happy dance. Yes, boys. <laughs> I, I was kind of hoping we wouldn't go back to Lucha quite so quickly, but we've got another Lucha one hidden in there. Um, so we yeah. can change it. A yeah. few more. Um, next week will be Phoenix versus Mill, Grave Consequences. Uh, as always, I will try and get a link to it in the Facebook. Uh, with that being said, I would like to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. If you want to find us, we are Wrestle Opinionated on Anchor.fm, on Spotify, and on YouTube. Over to you, Mr. Muir. Thank you very much for listening. It's been great fun as always. If you'd like to send us in any questions or anything like that, feel free to send us to wrestleopinionated at gmail.com. WrestleOP on Facebook and WrestleOP1 at Twitter. Over to you, Strange.
Hi there, for the YouTubes, please click the little belly thing, the subscribey button, the likey button. If you're on uh, Spotify, please click that little bar, which I think ranks them. Sometimes I uh, give them the little high rank. If you're on Anchor, I don't know what the ranking system is. But thank you very much for listening. Please do like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends who like wrestling to listen to us. Tell your friends who don't like wrestling to watch wrestling and then listen to us. It's the best thing in the world. Back to you, Morg. All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night.